0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Hello, lovely people. Welcome back. It is your favorite two ladies delivering your midday nursing passion.
1: Pick me up.
0: I am, of course, you can hear it from the voice. I'm Nurse Ivory.
1: And I'm Nurse Ebony, here to bring your PRN dose of refreshments and narcotics.
0: Doesn't it? You guys can tell. I know you can tell just by listening. We're back in the studio. Yes, the sound quality the is sound quality pristine. It's no more pandemic-esha type. Ghetto ness in the background. No echo. Echoing. Echo. 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 <laughs> Soundcheck <laughs> mic 212. <laughs> we are back in the studio. Um, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to like any intro, we record at shop talk, shop talk podcast studios in Oak Park, Michigan. Um, we love it here
1: we do um it's good to be back
0: it is very good to be back and um if you don't know or if you're recording podcasts out in this area you should come check it out uh the owner the guy who records us kind of like does everything with our podcast name's jay he's awesome
1: he's the most wonderful man. awesome saucy brands go yeah. get us water
0: because he usually offers us water And yet we are in here hot and parched. (laughs) Parched. So uh, we are happy to be back on yet another Monday. And I feel like this topic, super relevant. Yes. (laughs) Super relevant right now. And we are going to talk about politics in the workplace. Oh,
1: yes. Uh, The election's coming up. It's Uh, next week. The uh, air is thick. <sighs> is that what that is? It is thick. I thought it was humidity. with emotion and <laughs> dread, <laughs> existential <sighs> crisis. Uh, <laughs> you know, the weather's changing. It's getting cold. Our seasonal depression's kicking in. <laughs> it's perfect timing. And everyone, you know, we're, we're like, our future is hinging on this decision. My on gosh. 3rd.
0: Listen, so in case you've been living under a rock, haven't received any type of news outlet, um, you haven't been stalked on your phone by random people who you have no idea how they got your number, calling you and sending you these crazy text messages at least twice a day. Um, Gabe, whoever you are. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, November 3rd is next week, and we are going to the polls to vote. And if you haven't already gone to the polls to vote, have you voted early?
1: I have. Yep. I did an absentee val- ballot. I didn't. I dropped it off at the city clerk's office. Okay. So I didn't have to worry about it going through the mail. I.
0: I was thinking about voting early, right? Mm -hmm. And doing the absentee, but there's something about actually going in and voting, standing in the voting booth and in the line. I feel like it's kind of like paying homage to the people before me that could not do it. Not saying that absentee voting is not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with people voting r- mm-hmm. early. I just like that. You enjoy that experience. I enjoy that, that, that experience. The
1: symbolism of like, I, I really here's do. my body standing here. Standing
0: here where my grandma's grandma could not stand yeah. and vote. So it makes. Complaints. I like to do that. My mom already texted me yesterday like, hey, are you voting in person? Because I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going as soon as they open. You want me to save you a spot in the line? I'm like, ma'am, it is October 24th. I love your mother, can, by the way. <laughs> can we?
1: You can ask me this next week. Right. <laughs> like, give me a break. So the reason I chose to do it early was, you know, we live in a, uncertain times. Mm-hmm. And with how quickly everything shut down at the beginning oh, of the true. year, I I don't think they'll shut down voting, but my fear is, well, God forbid, I get sick. True. And I'm in quarantine. I didn't even think about that. Or, you know, my kids are sick and Mm -hmm. we're in quarantine. Or for some reason, you know, something happens where I can't make it. I wanted to make sure that my vote was counted. Well,
0: I I think you make an excellent point. Mm -hmm. Like, sorry, an excellent point because we are living in very uncertain times mm-hmm. and I didn't even I, I didn't even like think about that part but I am very happy that last uh, last election it was passed that you do not need a reason to have an absentee vote because mm-hmm. uh, remember they used to put in so many stigma or like, like um, what is stipulations. It, stipulations as to why you could get an absentee vote yeah. how about I just can't be there or how right. about I don't want to be there right how about I have to work how about But there's a
1: global pandemic There's so (laughs)
0: many reasons why I don't want to go, but I still want to vote.
1: All growing up, um, you know, I was in a military family and we were always moving. So my parents always voted absentee ballot every time. And I remember it just being a thing. So I probably have this naive, like, trust over the thing. But
0: you know what? Mail-in ballots is actually what they want people to do because... It is been shown that it is the easiest way to find out if there is tampering going on. Okay. So it is like the one measurable tool that we can use. Like if a lot of people do mail-in ballots, mm-hmm. it's something that they can use to to determine um if the previous ways we've been voting has been tampered with and altered um election votes so like it's literal like pencil paper you walk it in put it in and they're able to count it so it's more person to person I guess they're saying it is um I don't know I'm uh, I'm eager to see it see it all happening yeah I'm 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 anxious anxious too
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm very anxious obviously if you guys have listened to the show you know that Nurse Ivory and I lean very left. Yeah, um, and you know that our our country is is very um, inflammatory right now. Yeah, it's very divided, and we. I don't think that the election will solve everything. No. If, if Trump gets voted out, we still have the aftermath of his time mm-hmm. in office to deal with. We still have this, like, reanimated um, hate Mm -hmm. and uh, prejudice that people have now felt is okay to express. Um, Yay. And that's not going to go away with whoever is in office. With an an election. It's not. No, it won't. We have a lot of work to do otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to see... Joe Biden win. I would like to see Kamala Harris mm-hmm. in the vice presidency. That's a big move right uh, there. It is. It is. I, I respect her a lot. And you know,
0: these type of conversations, I feel like, are had on a constant basis these days, but there's always been like, remember when you get your first job and somebody says, there's three things you've done and you never talk about at work. Money, religion, and politics. Well... <laughs> Politics has made its way very much so into the nursing field. Yes. We have been, especially this year, nurses, um, healthcare, uh, any type of medical science has been put on the ballot as a political stance. Yes. And I mean, because of that, because of the nature that we are in now, do you still think it is taboo to talk about
1: politics inside the hospital? I know, but I never found it taboo. I, in general. In general, mm-hmm. because to me, the concept of human rights, um, how we treat our citizens, mm-hmm. how, uh, you know, having equal opportunity, equity, um, health care, yeah. affordable health care. None of that should be politics, you in my think. opinion. <laughs> and so, yes, people do consider it politics. But to me, it's just human decency. So I have no... I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll talk <laughs> about it. I'll talk about it. Well, you, you know... If you want to expose yourself... It, that's as the a, thing. As a hateful human, whether it be racist or sexist or classist, um, you know, if you want to outright tell me that you think our patients don't all deserve the same care mm-hmm. despite how much money they have, where they come from, what, what the color like. of their skin is, what religion they are, whatever. Like, you're exposing yourself and I I don't want to associate with and you. And I think that's like the key thing, right?
0: So a lot of things that they say when you discuss politics and work in the work environment, um, and even like we're just keeping this in the hospital, right? You then you like you they believe you create tension. Amongst the nurses, you create a hostile work environment and um, alienate certain people because of their beliefs.
1: Right. Which which should not be the case. All of us who entered the medical field, whether it be doctors, nurses, respiratory therapists, nurses, aides, all all of us, res- you know, radiology techs, we entered to bring healing and mm-hmm. end suffering and save lives. That's the goal. That is. That was like a the, common goal. That's we all the center agree. of what we do, and so for us, like it's not up to us to determine should we stop trying so hard. Yeah. Should we, you know, open up our society back and knowingly cause suffering and harm and death, un- unnecessary like, surges. like yeah.
0: And um, a lot of nurses are entrepreneurs, so they saw their other businesses take effect due to the economy shutting down, right? So even for people that stand on both sides, like I'm a small business owner, I'm also a nurse, a a radiologist, an x-ray tech. I'm also a doctor. Like I have both sides of the coins, right? So either I can be on this side, be overwhelmed, deal with trauma, see people die all day long because we decided to not shut down the economy or I shut down the economy my small business goes under. Mm-hmm. But then I can kind of at least tackle this side and not have to deal with both at the same time. Right. So I think I understand the financial hardship. It put on a lot of people. A my lot. husband was mm-hmm. furloughed. He, he he didn't work. He, he had to file for unemployment that took 800 years to even get yeah. delivered to him. you know, I went out on the road and traveled to be able to make more money. Um, we all felt it, but I think that spilled over into like okay, it's election year now nurses are there's like a pitting against each other and I feel like the conservative nurses, um, because you know, who's conservative oh, yeah. as a nurse, now, they're the ones that you met in nursing school. That's like, I don't know if I would want to take care of a person that had an abortion like sis, right? That's not what we doing around here. We no. take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with them. Mm-hmm. You take care of alcoholics
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you people have very I- strong views against people with alcoholism and all you nurses out there, you know, it there's pe- there's the nurse on the unit that hates taking care of alcoholics mm-hmm. no matter if they know that alcoholism is a, is a real illness or, or whatever
1: or the or the, the- criminals that come. oh I hate taking care of
0: people that come from the prison
1: no typically Uh, they're the nicest people uh, 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 ever because they're they're just happy
0: they got tv and like hot meal in a in a room by themselves yeah they they are literally always the best patients to me
1: yeah same
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're they're very nice to us they're just happy to see someone that don't got a gun on their hip Mm -hmm. all the time so um I just think I think talking about it now, it's unavoidable. It's, it's to be just... It, it's kind of unavoidable at the nursing station. And I and I agree with you. I don't believe it's taboo anymore. Mm-mm. Because I want to know who you... I, I want to know who you are. Yeah. And if that makes me go, hmm... I might not go out to drinks with you right. when we clock out. Right, I'm not going to alienate you from helping like no. helping you because I think you're a douchebag. No.
1: And that I guess that there's a balance there. Mm-hmm. So when you do talk about it at work and you discover that you disagree with somebody, I'll just very clearly and simply, plainly state my opinion and, mm-hmm. and be like, well, no, you're wrong. And then just move on. I'm not going to sit there and argue. I'm not going to, you know... Be inflammatory Girl. and like try to change someone's mind at work. That's not why we're there. No. But I will let you know that you're wrong and then we'll move on. I'll act professional, but I'm not going to be your buddy. Yeah. And and I
0: I feel like the people that write those articles about when you discuss politics in the workplace, that it creates that tension. I mean, we, this is not a high school. We're all adults. Right. You don't agree with everybody mm-hmm. and you don't have to be friends with everybody, mm-hmm. but you should be professional in a way that, that you see fit. It is kind of hard because now on the ballot race, all of a sudden is a policy mm-hmm. and it shouldn't, and my be. race is not a policy. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to look at people who, who don't believe I deserve the same respect or who don't disagree with those type of racist rhetoric and be like, let's chat about how <laughs> doctor so and so. Like, I don't want to have small talk with you. Mm-hmm. And if that's tension, then call attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, I don't know. Do you agree that nursing is leaning more liberally left, or do you, or do you think there's like secret conservatives who just like kind of go along with everything? I think we say? that
1: there are secret conservatives. I think that there are people. Who just don't say anything because they know that... They know. And that's that's what's crazy to me.
0: They know. Yeah. If you believe something, stand firm in what you believe,
1: right? But if you know
0: what you believe is offensive... Right. Then you have to... I, I don't, don't want the
1: consequences. You don't want the
0: consequences of believing something that is totally offensive right. and um, derogatory.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... Okay. I like to we. Th- I like to know who I'm talking to. I'm sorry, I, I do. Too. I like to know who I'm talking to, and luckily for us, we work with a lot of Canadians. So they're just like, Ch-. oh gosh, I love. And they're I love like, it. y'all, government is trash. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll say that right up. They're like, you guys really have to deal with this type yes. of stuff.
1: I'm like, yeah.
0: I watched the debate at the nursing station um, last week
1: girl
0: <laughs> I just was like why am i gaslighting myself right? like this so late at night
1: Well and so the other thing is that our our current president denies science <laughs> and we and work in we, a science-based
0: field. everything we do literally is everything science. is
1: science evidence-based uh. And and so for for nurses to to see this I'm sorry absolute fool <laughs> deny his own Scientific advisors.
0: Sometimes you can believe the science, no, only when it
1: aligns with only your when views. it aligns with what
0: I believe is right. correct. Like oh, narcissistic on. asshole. Right. <laughs> right. I just can't. I can't it's get down bizarre. with it. Even like with the, our last episode, like the mask. The girl who's crying about the mask. You're a registered nurse, <laughs> as she said. And how are you? How are you denying the science of of wearing a mask? Right. Like, no one ever told you guys that masks are 100% effective. Same mm-hmm. way condoms are not 100% effective. Masks are not 100% effective. What they do is reduce...
1: The risk. The risk. It's always been the same message. Mm-hmm. That's science. Mm-hmm. It is. The, the the Japanese people have been doing it for years and years. But we have a president who tells us to refute science.
0: And then we have nurses who are like, yeah, I like him, so I'm going to do the same. It's like, did you just lose your degree in all of 10 seconds? I'm really confused as to how you forgot how you got here.
1: Right. And and I don't know if these people have the am- amnesia of, like, what we went through <laughs> in March, April, May, June. Mm-hmm. But, like, we were all in tears every fucking now day.
0: We, Bodies rolling down the hallway.
1: <laughs> Like death and despair and suffering everywhere, and it was like a war zone. So how do you how do you already forget that?
0: I think because then you we sit down and we have this orange guy sitting here saying like, oh, it could have been millions. Like, like what a slap so in worse. the face yeah. to the people who actually lost someone, like a nurse assistant that I love with my whole heart, lost her father mm-hmm. and could not
1: go see him. One of our nurses at Henry Ford died. And she just, oh. and she just, she
0: just completely, completely was devastated. Like, I cannot understand how I deal with this all day long and then my own dad. It took my own father. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand, like, you have to under, you have to be empathetic to the fact that that, yeah, it wasn't your family member, but it was your fellow countrymen. Since we all want to be so patriotic all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's your fellow American who dealt with that. A lot of people lost their parents and their grandparents. And their and some people lost their children.
1: Mm-hmm. And some people survived and are still suffering from oh, the long Oh, still suffering. Effects.
0: Still suffering. They, they, I, I this is, I, 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 I'm going to be very transparent. I don't want to go get an antibody test because I am confident that I had COVID because my breathing has not been the same. Mm -hmm. And it's deep breaths are difficult for me. Um, I I feel like I need to use an inhaler on a more constant basis. And that is a trauma I'm not willing to deal with right now. And then to have people... Sit here and make it like, oh, you guys, it's not that big a deal about health care. People like, no, it is a big deal because I've never had a pre-existing condition in my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a big deal to people to yeah. think like, could that, could that COVID could affect really affect me to the point where like, is my um life insurance
1: going up. Like right. what is gonna happen right. if we put if we just take everything away? We don't know. We don't know. And that's the other thing. The other policy that people argue is whether or not we should establish universal health care. Or one payer payer system. Single payer system. Single payer system. Yeah. Um and I think you know how it's many... crazy,
0: I think that's a good debate to have amongst nurses because we're actually here. I don't think that is like That'll politically divide us. I think that is a healthy conversation. Like, we where do we stand that. on that? Um, look at, like,
1: look at how many people are going to be bankrupt from their hospital bills. So you 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 look at the people who died. It's tragic. It's horrible. And then we but send even, them a bill right. for that death. And then, or the <laughs> yeah, the ones that that live. Mm-hmm. No, we we still send we. Somebody got to pay that bill. Yeah, that bill is going to somebody. But then the people who live not only get Mm -hmm. discharged and now they're suffering with the emotional toll of having COVID, the physical, Mm -hmm. um, you know, recovery and difficulty breathing and you know, long term effects of having it, and then financial despair (laughs) on top of it. On top of it, like let me just
0: sprinkle a little bit of. of poverty i saw right. i saw a, a, a article and said some some number it was a pretty large number of americans slipped into poverty like how do you slide into poverty and then it was so funny it was like this this gif attached to it and it was like um someone throwing them down the stairs oh, like God. this is like, me slipping oops. into poverty like right. you don't slip it, you like you kind of get catapulted down right. down these stairs and i think that is a very accurate portrayal and all of these things kind of get tied into what we're, what's going on with this election mm-hmm. and i'm not against republicans who are standing on their their true morals and their true political beliefs. But there are Republicans who are going against their true morals and their true political beliefs to vote party and then trying to say, well, you know, at least I'm not, I don't know what to do. And, and I just can't. Mm-hmm. So I like to know who you are when you're sitting there in front, across from me in the nursing station. Because yes, call me petty. I'm not going to ask you, do you want to order from Jets if you're gonna vote for Trump, and yep. I don't care, so yep.
1: I'm not gonna buy you a coffee on the coffee no, run. No, when I
0: go for the coffee run, I'm not asking you. Yep. But if you need help
1: in your if room, your patient needs if your help. patient
0: needs help, I'm with uh, you yes. all day. Will you get something from Big Bee? Absolutely not. Nope. Go on your own. Bye. Not your friend. Mm-mm. Bye. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would like to hear how you guys feel about. Talking about politics in the workplace, especially in the hospital. But most importantly, if you have not voted early, get those ballots in directly to the city clerk. Try not to mail them in. It's a little bit too late for that right now. Mm-hmm. Or go out and vote. vote. on November 3rd. And if you ask us, vote blue. Thank you. Yes, all the way down the video. Yeah. And that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Until next week or the week after that, uh, we'll talk to you later.
1: Bye.